good morning students uh, i want to welcome you to our lecture which is a build up of uh, what we did last week last week if you still remember we covered on theories and we looked at uh, different classical theories that uh, provide different insights and different views uh, to social issues and social problems so today um, i'm going to look into the last session on these theories and in particular i'm going to to focus on feminism and uh, by the end of this of this of this lecture you must uh, be in a position to understand uh, feminism and how feminism provide unique views to our understanding of social problems and social issues especially in the context of women uh, and number two you must also uh, have a clear understanding of the basic principles of feminism uh, this means that uh, this lecture is divided into two parts the first part of the lecture we will introduce uh, key principles of feminism what is feminism um, and then the second part we will look into different waves of feminism the development of feminism and then the last part of the lecture will focus on feminist ideologies or feminist perspectives such as radical feminist such as liberal feminist uh, and marxist feminism so um, the feminism uh, is is basically um, a theory which advocates for social inequality between sexes so it's a theory which advocates for social inequality between males and and, and female and um, in the contemporary context there are quite a number of approaches that have emerged and uh, this is a neoclassical or a, a contemporary theory if i put it in correct sense a contemporary theory uh, which focuses much on social inequality um, and um, the position of women so historically uh, women they were perceived as inferior to men and this was based on the social construct as well as the biological construct and um, women were seen as always being submissive they were seen as inferior and they were seen as uh, inferior even before the law um, and it is against this background now that um, we see the importance of feminism in trying to bring change uh, the importance of feminism in trying to eliminate gender stratification uh, in trying to end sexual violence and also which is at the center of uh, feminism the promotion of autonomy and we are going to see how different feminists um, help us promote or how they promote social inequality and um, I will use uh, 
gender-based violence as a social problem that has affected our country. And uh, we need to look at how different perspectives, how different feminists provide different insights to the position of women. So there are quite a number of, of uh, principles of feminism. Um, and feminist ideology is perceived by different scholars and different ideologies as inadequate vehicles for female and it's also perceived as a theory or a board of knowledge which fight for the oppression of women. So there are four, there are quite a number of themes that uh, feminists focus on. And um, the first one is the redefinition of what constitutes the political. And I will explain as the lecture unfolds what we mean by redefining the political. And then number two, acknowledging the patriarch, uh, although they acknowledge the patriarch, but they have a unique view on the patriarch and they argue that it's also a source of conflict. It's also a source of gender inequality and oppression of women. And then the other principle of uh, this theory, it focuses on gender and sex. And the last one that I will, I will, I will discuss is equity or equality and, uh, and difference. Feminism, it arose, you know, maybe it was developed um, from the classical theory. It emerged from, the, from classical theorization. So there are quite a number of intellectual influences that played a significant role into the development of, uh, of feminism. Here I'm, I'm speaking of feminism in general. Uh, but as the lecture unfolds, I will then draw into different feminist ideologies. Uh, so feminism, they're influenced by... Uh, the classical theorizing, such as the, the the works of Marx and Engel, who influenced Marxist feminists, uh, and also feminism was a reaction to Freud. It was also a reaction to neo-functionalists, especially the issue of conflict, and it was also a reaction to symbolic interactionism. Uh, remember last week we discussed symbolic interactionism, we discussed functionalism, we discussed Marxism, we discussed uh, structuralism, and feminist was a reaction to all these theories. And the reason why they reacted to all these theories was based on the presumption that women were invisible in all this classical theorizing. So we find that uh, if whenever we look, talk of Karl Marx, his theory of conflict, functionalist theory that we discussed last week, symbolic induction, post-structuralism, you would find that the position of women is indeed invisible. So where are women in all these theories? Women that are invisible. So that's when we see now the importance of, of functionalism. That they wanted to locate and to elevate the position of women. So the focus of this lecture now, uh, I will look at into four different feminist ideologies. That is the liberal feminist, the radical feminist, black feminism, and Marxist feminism. But before we move on to this, it is also crucial 
to understand why feminist is important. If you go back to the traditional epoch, to the colonial period, and also um, during the pre-medieval era, you'd find that women were oppressed and women were not allowed to own property, they were not allowed to even divorce their husbands, uh, they were not allowed to to have legal custody of their children, uh, and in some instances they were not even allowed to attend universities, uh, which is a reflection of the high levels of oppression on, on women. And this then um, influenced the first wave of feminism, which which uh, spanned from nine, 1890s to 1960s. And the roots of this feminism, the first wave of feminism, has to be traced back to the Seneca Falls Convention, a convention which uh, happened in 1848. The Seneca Convention, this was the first women's rights convention and uh, it advertised itself as a convention to discuss the social, the civil, uh, religious, um, economic conditions as well as the rights of women. And um, over 300 women attended to this uh, conference and women were encouraged to take full responsibility of their own lives and to understand the depth and length of their own degradation and, or maybe of their own problems. And it is then against this background where we see the emergence of feminism uh, as a response to the recommendations and to whatever transpired uh, in this in this um, Seneca Convention. And then we have the second wave of feminism, which was uh, 1960s to early 1990s. And uh, the roots of this second wave feminism was um, during the World War II, where we start seeing women going into factories, where we start seeing the recognition of women. And the second wave feminism saw the cultural and political inequalities uh, being interlinked. And, um, and this was largely con a concern uh, with other issues of e equality. And in as much as women started going to factories, but still women, they were discriminated in all aspects of life. So the key issues that were raised in the second wave feminism were issues of discrimination and anti-discrimination policies, equality, and also the recognition of the social and economic position of women. So women now, they tried, they started to take full control of their life. And that's when you see uh, different universities and colleges starting to educate women and uh, women also being incorporated into the political landscape. And then now we have this third wave of feminism, which is the current wave of feminism, which started in the 19, mid and late 1990s uh, onwards. And um, this one, this started as a response to the second wave of feminism because it believed that the second wave of feminism did not reach the intended goals. And this third wave feminism was founded by the daughters of the second wave of feminism.
the most important contribution of this third wave feminism was, was its ability to challenge or to avoid what is deemed as essentialist by the second wave feminism. That is the definition of femininity. And remember, femininity itself is the root of gender-based violence. The acknowledgement of femininity and masculinity in our contemporary societies is the background of domestic violence, which is indeed a social problem affecting South Africa. So, the third wave, the third wave feminism, uh, is in some instances also viewed as a post structuralist interpretation of gender and sexuality which is central to this ideology and um, the third world feminist is also uh, focused much on the micro politics and um, and it challenges different aspects of um, the second world feminist which I, I, I outlined and the third wave feminist, there was quite a number of misconceptions that the third wave feminist tried to challenge. So this is just the background that I'm giving you, so that you have a clear understanding of feminism, why feminism was developed, the principles of feminism. So now I want to move on to the last session of this lecture, which is on the feminist ideology or what is also known as the feminist critics so the first feminist ideology or the first feminist critique that i would like to to discuss is liberal feminism so liberal feminism um, is a particular approach to achieving equality between men and women and the emphasize that power of an individual should be neutralized. So the basic idea of the liberal feminist is emphasis on power of an individual. That women they have power to also alter discriminatory practices. And this liberal feminism is a feminism that emerged in the first wave of feminism. And it can traced back to the works of Mary Wollstonecraft uh, in her theorization and also her groundbreaking text The Vindication of Women Rights where she argued that as men and women are human beings, women were previously entitled, women are indeed entitled to the same rights and privileges and uh, Mary Wollstonecraft um, also believed that the society evolved from current inequalities towards an equal society. So you'd find that liberal feminism, the argument around liberal feminism is on equality, on gender equality. So which contradicts now with the current social problem that affects our country and the problem being gender-based violence. So liberal feminism, they demand for equality. For equal rights and equal rights is the core of their ideology and they believe that people
people or women in particular need to be socialized from an early age and they need to see themselves and to be elevated to the same level of men. So this is the center, at the center of liberal feminism. And another key point that also we need to acknowledge when it, with regards to liberal feminism is the role played by Betty Friedan. And Betty Friedan is also a feminist, a liberal feminist, who see both men and women as harmed by the current inequalities. And for that, uh, she argues that inequalities, they need to be eradicated. We need to do away with gender inequality. And she argues that, in fact, she requests that women were previously denied to have access to means of production should now have access to means of production because failure to empower women is a will result in them being incapacitated and will also result in them being victimized uh, with their male counterparts. So liberal feminist it leans towards equality and sameness with men. And liberal feminists are often seen among other types of feminists as, con as um, what I would term conservative. They are conservative um, in a way that they are overwhelmingly white and the middle class. So there are also critics of, of liberal feminism, um, although they blame issues of exploitation of women uh, on men. But there are quite a number of critics of this theory. The first critique of liberal feminists is that it claims that women can become like men if they set their minds to it. And this has been criticized by other theorists. And another critique is that they claim that most women want to become like men, which in itself is is fault because not all women want to be like men. Uh, human beings are not the same. Human beings they have dif they have different uh, mindset. Uh, we have women who want to be like men. We have women who are, who, who also um, feel comfortable in the environment or maybe in an exploitative environment, which they are. So this is also another critique. Of feminism and then the last critic of what there are quite a lot but I'm just going to look into three critics of feminism and the last one that I'm going to look at is the fact that they claim that all women should want to become like men and aspire to masculine values remember there is a difference between masculinity and femininity so this theory it claims that women they want to be uh, like men in that they also want to aspire the masculine values but and then the second feminist ideology that i also want to discuss is radical feminist and radical feminist is basically a branch of uh, feminism that views women's oppression as a basic system of power upon which human relationships in societies uh, are arranged. So, so radical feminists, 
they blame patriarchy. And they believe that patriarchy creates social problems on women. And um, they challenge the arrangement of patriarchy by rejecting the standard rules and male oppression. So, at the center of radical feminists is the belief that there is need to eliminate this whole concept of gender, that we need to do away with gender entirely in all its forms. We need to do away with gender. Why doing away with gender? Because gender is a social construct. And it be, being a social construct, it means that there are people who benefit at the expense of others. So radical feminists, as the name explains, they are radical in everything they do. And um, they provide a philosophy that fights patriarchal roots. And they believe that patriarchal is the root of inequality between men and women. So if you look at social problems that affect women, and I keep on going to gender-based violence, there's a social problem that is affecting our country. That radical feminists, they expose patriarchy. And they believe that there is need to have a revolution and to totally deconstruct and reform the society in its entirety. So radical feminists, they believe that the key sites of oppression is family and personal relationships. And number two, it's sexuality. Uh, sexuality. And um, they believe that gender power itself, it needs to be revisited. Because male power needs to be recognized and understood in all its forms. Why? Because male oppression affects women. And this means that violence is a key part of maintaining male dominance, including gender-based violence which is indeed a social problem. So they look at issues such as um, violence against women and um, violence which, which for them is something that can be blamed on men and uh, the whole patriarchal system. So they then speak of redefining the political that is traditionally uh, we need to separate the public and the private sphere. So by redefining the political, um, I think you'd all agree with me that politics is seen as part of the relationships. And politics affect everyone in society. So by redefining the political, they're saying we need to redefine everything that transpires within the political landscape. Uh, be it politics, work, um, the public and the private sphere, um, and also focus much on the position of of women. So there are quite a number of radical feminists that um, have contributed. So we have um, the likes of Millet, Kate Millet. We have uh, the likes of um, Gloria Stein. There are quite a lot. Uh, so I, I urge you to go and uh, revisit 
the reading there's a reading that you need to go it explains all these issues that i'm explaining in detail and then the next ideology feminist feminist ideology is black feminist which is also known as humanist feminist and uh, the term humanist is often used to describe the experiences of women of a certain color uh, including the intersection of race and, and, and gender and this black feminist uh, it's, it's actually a movement which comes out of the feminist movement of the 1970s and is direct an influence of the civil rights movement which which can be traced back to the to, to the 1970s in the united states so black feminists uh, they challenge what is called triple oppression so by triple oppression they are saying that women they are oppressed because of their race so if you're a black woman you're oppressed because you're a black woman number two you're also oppressed because of your class and then number three, gender. So they argue that women face triple oppression. And they challenge this uh, triple oppression and believe that there is need to, to look into the ground rules of triple oppression. So the contributions of black feminism is that intersectionality creates a fundamental paradigm shift. Uh, especially in how human beings think about the power relations. So the whole issue is on power relations and triple oppression and how women themselves are oppressed as a result of their gender, are oppressed as a result of their race, and are oppressed as a result of as a result of their class, which I've clearly explained. Then the last feminist ideology that I would like to explain is Marxist feminist. So Marxist feminists, they blame the capitalist system and believe that capitalist system is a principal source of oppression. So they then look into the domestic slavery and believe that women that domesticated and the fact that women are domesticated it means that women they need to be emancipated from domestic slavery so there is transformation which is required uh, in both sexes and there must be mutual cooperation so for Marxist feminists they, they argue that the path to gender equality is led by the destruction of our capitalist society. Once we destroy the capitalist society, it means we are now moving towards gender equality. And for them, gender equality is a result of capitalist. So this is the whole idea of Marxist. Both these Marxist feminists, they were influenced by the works of Frederick Angels and Karl Marx. And then, if you look into these theories that I've outlined above, we'd find that they provide different perspectives or different ideologies, but the overall goal of these theories is the recognition of women and how we can emancipate women. 
So you must be in a position now to utilize this different feminist ideology and see how this different feminist ideology provide insights into our contemporary understanding of social problems, gender problems, and other social issues affecting our country. So before I conclude today's lecture on theory, um, I want us to, to go and read. There's an article which is on Mudu entitled The Collective Memory and the Challenges of Feminism. An article by Amelia. That article, it provides a different views of feminism and um, it helps us with a clear understanding of the different types of feminism that we have. But however, the article does not speak directly to social issues or social problems. It is therefore your responsibility as a student to ensure that you align the key principles of feminism to the social problems and social issues that are affecting our country. Because this article is very, very important. It's an article which also provides a background of feminism, um, especially on how feminism is interlinked with the key ideas that emerged during the Enlightenment period, and also how feminism is uh, a built up of uh, the key principles of classical theory. So students, I urge you to go and read and understand the basic ideas and the principles of feminism and how they speak to social issues and social problems in South Africa. That's why I said do not attempt the assignment if you do not have a clear understanding of the theories of this module. So if you write that assignment in general, you won't pass but you need to engage with the theories the classical theories that we did last week as well as the feminist theories that i've covered today thank you so much for for listening to our lecture today